Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. Calling 
calling out my name. Yeah, I'm calling out my name. Singing, keep the fight alive till the army free. And I pray in my lifetime, man, I pray in my lifetime. Married my old self to my new self, created my best self. Spiritually blessed, born of the best wealth. My desire for this world is that it's living in its best health. Living in a world where they want to make it illegal just to be you. No one cares about right or wrong, fair or just. They want you to adjust to not being equal. Well, this is the sequel. Part one didn't go too well. This life's so crazy, most feel like they're living in hell. But we can't dwell on what it is. We must make it what we want it to be. Create our reality. Manifest our destiny. Climb to the top of every tree, planting flags of eternity. Listen, listen, listen to the echoes of the spirits walking beside you. Here to guide you, wings to fly you. God is love, the universe will never deny you. Deny you. It's a special edition of Soundbites International Radio, Black Consciousness, the Claim of the World is the aim. aim. We're here to celebrate, uplift, chat, channel the spirit of the one and only People's Prince, El Haj Malik, El Shabazz, Malcolm Little, Malcolm X. Know this. Um, Know that. Happy Blessed Born Day to the ancestor. 95. 95. 95 years of your spirit energy. Of the legacy, Infusing the, the people. Infusing your people. Infusing us every single day and every and every day that we walk and everything Thanks. that we do. Um, know that your spirit is within us um, and guides us in everything that we do. So, for the usual background music. Yeah. Um, and... In case you ain't mm-hmm. know by now, I'm Sirka Neferah. This is Neferah to Maati Raj. Yes, yes. Yeah, and it's going to be a brief broadcast tonight or however, you know, the spirit moves. We're working, we're working, um, we're working. how we do. So, um, but yeah, we just wanted to talk, you know, today is, is in case you're not aware, African. Um, okay. It is the 95th birth, born day, solar return, earth strong, however you choose to frame it, of the one and only Malcolm X. Um, and... You know, we invite you to, you know, share in the comments, share your thoughts about Malcolm yes. X, what's coming up for you in this time, um, and honoring him and reflecting on his legacy, reflecting on his influence on our people, uh, reflecting on his influence on you. Uh, you share some quotes in the comments that we would love to share on here. Um, you know, whatever whatever gets the energy flowing for, for the good yes. ancestor. Um, let, let's, let's uplift him and celebrate him today, and let's be in the mind and the heart and, and, and in the spirit of what he embodied for the, for the people, yes. which is truly for the people, uh, truly for right, truly for justice, truly for freedom of the people. And, and the honest, authentic man, if you've never heard a Malcolm X speech, you might, you, you're very well doing yourself a disservice in speech listening. <laughs> history because um an, an oratory uh influence because that brother is one of a kind man the way he spoke and with such conviction and 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 in in confidence in in what his walk was and what his message yes. was for his people for what it meant like he figured it out you mm-hmm. know what i mean of course there was always a learning there and there was a learning that got him to where he was mm-hmm. in the place of the civil rights movement at that time but it was just so passionate um and 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 firm and 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 and, and faithful 
um, in, in the way he spoke for the liberation of his people. And we yes. want to we want to honor that. Um, we want and we want to hope that we can do our best every day uh, and walk in, 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 in his energy, and his guidance um, to speak to our people in the same way and help infuse you with, with mm -hmm. what we do here at Soundbites. Um, using this as our platform to to channel the great brother and, and what his walk meant to the Pan-African movement, to the movement of African people, of those enslaved and brought to this country um, to suffer, basically. Um, and also acknowledging the suffering that, it does, that exists globally. You know, he was also someone who acknowledged that, who acknowledged that, you know, wrong is wrong no matter who it is, who and it standing is. for justice um, can, can, it, it doesn't have to also stand in one color. So That's not right. so so to be clear on who he was because you know a lot of there's always a juxtaposition of him and Martin Luther King, especially in the eyes of of, of, of the white community and and in, in the eyes of the, the white supremacist white center system, consciousness white center consciousness. There you go. Because not all white people right, believe in that. But not right, right, right. Not all white people believe in that. To be clear about that and white center consciousness because it is embodied by more than just white people. Yes. To be that, clear. There you go. But, so that's the distinction. Boom. So, but we always look at how history portrays. It's like you know, kind of like. And you look at the X-Men, too, for instance, mm. portrays, you know, like Malcolm X right. is reflective of Magneto, who's treated yes. as the villain, essentially, of the well, series. Yeah. Um, and Martin Luther King is treated as Professor X, who's treated as the savior of the series and, and what they stood for. But really, you know, Malcolm and Martin really had their, um, their processes and their allegiance and their, and their thoughts aligned at some point within their journeys. Their journeys were ever-changing yeah, right. and, and evolving. And how they saw their their Give their thanks, circumstance, family. the human condition, yes. and because that's what it is, the human condition is a constantly evolving condition, especially when it comes yes. to the African and the American space, and the African and the, and the diasporic space. So there was a lot of growing and learning between the two of them on each end, um, you know, where nonviolence met, you know, by any means necessary, where they intertwined and intersected to meet. That there was an understanding there, and unfortunately, we lost both of them. Mm -hmm. um, within that fight. Within the same um, set of a few years. But there was never a time where Malcolm X was ever, in the reality of history, um, the villain in, in, in this no. conversation. He may have been vilified in certain instances, but he was not the villain. Um, yes. It was Martin, obviously. I'm saying, but he's, he was not villainous in any way. He was not, it was not to kill Whitey. It was not to oh, he's never kill anybody that. who was not black. It was not, or be against anybody who was not black. No, he was against injustices to people, but especially his people because he had a clear understanding of what his people have gone through, right? right? So the best understanding of himself is to know what's going on within the community of people, right? And he knew that, uh, but he was but he was very much in the stance of justice, however it came um, in whoever that vessel was, right? There were right. You know, white, not only allies, white, white accomplices in, to the, 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 the walk. To the revolution, there were Asians. There was there was Hispanics. There was it was everybody. There were people that were there. I she's watching about uh, a ballot of the bullet, bullet of the ballot. Ah, okay. What is that? Was the ballot of the bullet? That's one of his speeches. That's a oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So that's yeah. Um, that's a big. That's a good one. But we've yes, been we've yes, been playing yes. the videos all day, to keeping the, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you know. Yeah, um, like no, that's fine. So, but yes, like right, yeah. That's. <laughs> Remember the right. speech now. <laughs> I remember, remember that speech. Um, yeah, you know. So we want to be clear on who, we, how he stood as, as, as a man, as a black man, as African man who understood the struggles of African people. Man, that's the piece. Um, the man, 
because he was very much the man. The man, right? <laughs> so, and we, figuratively, fig- figuratively, and authentically, he was mm-hmm. the man. So that's kind of some of what I wanted to bring into the space today. Um, Malcolm X in the face of his humanity, and in the face of manhood. Uh, so thank you guys for coming, and I appreciate everyone for coming. And please share the link. Please share Malcolm X, your thoughts. Yeah, your thoughts, and quotes, anything in, in the comments. Yeah, please in do. the comments. And how free. are you living the legacy? Yeah, what's coming how up? How are you, you living the legacy? Because uh, uh, Malcolm X, uh, the Shabazz Center, they did a, a tribute ceremony earlier today um, that was live online from the Malcolm and Betty Shabazz Memorial Education Center, and their tagline this year uh, for Malcolm X Day was live the legacy. How are you living the legacy? Because his life sacrifice only matters if you live the work that he left. Mm, mm-hmm. That's what I'm often saying to people. Um, what, what? And I realize that, you know, I realize sometimes it's like a game of telephone, but I know that there is different variations. 50 people can see the same experience and interpret it entirely different. Yeah. Um, so 50 people seeing Malcolm X's life and interpreting what they believe they saw because I've seen him reduced to a speaker, to a powerful, impactful speaker. I'm like, and that's what you took? That was your takeaway? Okay. All right. You know, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's the way we compute that would make us see that. But he was far more than a great orator. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 you know, I even um, listened the other day to John Henry Clark, and he said that he's given his lifetime doing research. Malcolm X also gave his entire life and, and was taken from us at 39. Mm-hmm. So he gave his entire life, and John Henry Clark said, I do it all over again, mm. but I just do it better. Um, and the, the, the leadership of that time and because of the way this matrix and this white center consciousness actually works, so this is why it's important that we understand this, why they say if you don't understand white supremacy, what it is and how it works, then everything else you think you know will only confuse you. Hmm. So with that being said, there is a necessity to really get connected to who Malcolm was as an individual, um, as a portion, as a brick laid on the landscape of what we get to experience today in the liberties. And some of us found our voices in Malcolm. Some of us experienced our humanity for the first time in Malcolm. Um, because that was the most, one of the most important things. Because you are human, you are deserving of fair treatment. Because you are human, you are deserving of certain liberties, right? Um, so that's what I, that was my takeaway. And it has always been my takeaway. Um, because who, it, he, did, he never did it for the glory of it. It was never for ego, for the glory, for his own ability, for his own, uh, his own you know, career advancement right. in the nation. Like, he never, it never occurred to him in that way. I, I experienced him discovering himself with the gifts that he had mm. and discovering that they work to help our people. Mm. So I, and see, because I'm also in the space of discovering, like, you don't have people say, you know what, you're good for the people. You can help the people. There's no job description for that. There's no job description for the revolutionary, for the advocate against white center consciousness. There is no space for it. 
because I don't know if that if we recognize, which I know Malcolm did, he recognized the dichotomy in the social living experience. And there's an African or a black experience, and then there is a white centered experience. And I think that black people want to be want to not acknowledge that there is a difference because then it causes them to have to then be responsible for changing that mm-hmm. because we know that that's not okay. You know, uh, Malcolm said, "Don't be so patriotic that you fail to be able to see what's happening in your space. Mm-hmm. You're so committed to this American experience mm-hmm. that you fail to realize that there's a dichotomy here." Um, so I believe that. He saw his skill. He acknowledged his ability to serve. He was frustrated with the experience, one that he had. He came from roots of revolutionaries. And rarely talk about his family and his parents. But he already had the spirit of fairness and humanity and worthiness from his parents. You know, he got sidetracked, which a lot of young folks do get sidetracked. Um... And, and things happen in our living experience that changes the direction of our lives in this matrix because that's how it's designed. So that every time you hit a corner, there's an adverse experience there for you to have to find your way through. And then there are a lot of people in this space meddling with things. It's just not a straight line, right? So this is why they say if you don't understand white supremacy, what it is and how it works, everything else you think you know will only confuse you. And I don't think that our people adjust to the circumstances that we're living in fast enough. I know that Malcolm did. Mm-hmm. He perceived fast, he perceived well, and he was able to convey his, his point in a yeah. way that was so clean and clear and eloquent. It's clarity. Um, and clear for the family to be able to grasp the doing of the instructions and begin to change themselves. Mm. Um, and he initially was awakening the Africans' consciousness to have them be able to help them see. And I just, I, I, I often say, you know, I share all the time about Malcolm. He's our resident ancestor. We keep him very close. Very close. Constantly. Um, <laughs> and we, we say, may we be worthy. Mm. Right? May we be worthy sure. of the sacrifice. Because when I think about Malcolm the man and what he became as manhood, what he became as a father, what he became as a partner, um, when I think about who he was, and mind you, I wasn't living when he was here. So everything that I've gotten, I've gotten from research. I've gotten from watching his videos and hearing his voice and connecting with the spirit that he was projecting into the space. And also with the way that he conducted himself in the presence of white people. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a living example. A living experience of what it means to own your humanity. Mm-hmm. And as a black man, I'm seeing him as a fully present human being. Which is very... And, and it's not arrogant. It's very kind... You know, I never understood, well, I do understand, but it never made sense clinically and even by sight that white center consciousness would make this man an enemy of the state. Mm-hmm. Other than to say, oh, <laughs> he's not going with our program. We like Martin better because Martin is saying, 
don't arm yourself. Yeah. You know, pray it away. We like that. Pray person. it away. We, we like, like the, that guy. We like that guy. Let's go like with the that guy that's saying that pray it away. There. Um, and <laughs> remember much. something, like we said, it's always an evolving space. Yeah. We are learning in a learning curve. And as Malcolm, uh, Malcolm was uh, expanding, so was Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Um, and what Matrix like to do is Matrix like to put Cain against Abel. Mm-hmm. So we need to understand if we don't understand the Matrix and what it is and how it works, it will always trip you. So there was no beef between Malcolm and Martin. It didn't have to be, and it never was. Um, and as a man, they had their backdoor conversation. They came out, and it, it's what it is. But the unfortunate thing about that is it happened so late in the game yeah. that they didn't get to fully actualize. Mm-hmm. You know, For I, both I'm, of them, yeah. I'm very, I'm often drawn down, and I found myself over the course of my life like drawn down in sadness and tears and frustration with expending energy, feeling the experience of if the people had Malcolm. I can't even imagine right now. If the people had Malcolm, then, oh my God, the people had Malcolm today, First of all, crack would never came in our community. See, nope, that wouldn't even. You remember Malcolm was in the in the in Harlem, getting rid of heroin. He was cleaning folks up. They had a center where they were sobering up um, individuals caught up in tripped up in the drug game mm-hmm. as users, right? And he got to the dope man, the pusher. Now. You want to either get with us or we going to handle our business with you. Right. Like you're not going to pump this poison to the poison community. Poison to the people, exactly. You're not going we, to we, we not it's not acceptable. We understand this might have been a symptom of the illness, right? Because it's a symptom of the illness to think that it's okay to exploit another human being and make them sick. That's sadistic and it is learned behavior from the matrix. And it works it's still today. It happens in everyday life. You're not pushing the needle in anybody's thread, but as a community of people, we find ourselves victimizing one another for our come up. Malcolm said that's unacceptable. Thank you, family, for coming in. Please share your comments. Yeah, please. What's coming up for you today? We're talking about Malcolm X today, of course, on his 95th born day. Uh, so we're celebrating, uplifting him, you know, reflecting on how he's influenced and impacted us. Um, and we love to hear from you and you in the comments as you view this, this, this broadcast and share your, like, share your quote, share your story. We would love to share it on the air as well. Um, and remember also we're on Spotify and Apple and Apple Podcasts, so you know, we we, we also share this part Good of the things. broadcast. So Brother Arik so. said white center consciousness. Yeah. I like that bet. I was calling it white insecurity. Well the the reason why we call it white center consciousness is because white center consciousness is not only on white people. Right. Um and if we understand the dynamic of programming human behavior, um we understand that black people wear white center consciousness. Right. And it is necessary that every single black person, including every type of black leadership or pan-African leadership or revolutionary, anybody, wherever you happen to be, it's important for you to consistently have checks and balances to check your white center consciousness Uh because you have been exposed to it. And because white center consciousness made sure that it impacted the corners of the earth, you have to have checks and balances. You have to have some mechanism to ensure that you stay honest. It's important. It's a factor because part of that is how some of our movements have been broken down. Ego and feelings and pride and self-grandeur and, mm-hmm. 
you know, it, it, the, these these are drunken emotions. They'll get to you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's important and that feeding, yeah. we, we don't, you know, exactly. Jealousy, envy. Mm-hmm. When you're in a position, like, you got to be careful with this thing as a servant of the people. Right. Yes. That it's never really about you. It's about what you can do to help the whole. Because it doesn't matter if any one of us get forwarded. It really doesn't matter. If, if any one of us become Oprah tomorrow or, you know, Tony Robbins type type motivational speakers tomorrow or Teddy, what is it? Uh, T.D. Jakes. Jakes type following. If that happens tomorrow, our people are still getting attacked by police. We had a black president and black men were catching hell worse than ever when Obama was in office. People be trying to say, oh, everything was good, he was good, he was good, he was good. If it wasn't for the work of Malcolm, there would have been no Obama. Right? So we want to understand that he had a certain type of position because he realized that he had certain types of skills to be able to reach the demographics. He knew where our people were. He had to go and meet our people where they were. You had to talk plain to our people because they're not here. As soon as you start sounding weird, they're not listening to you. Weird. Weird. And I'm here to tell you, even to this very day, when some of those folks come out here talking weird, they only talking to certain type of people's listening. They not catch. They don't have a catch all. Everybody is not in the house when it comes to that. Malcolm was speaking to everybody. Mm, everybody. He was talking to everybody. Whatever your educational level is, whether you could read, whether you were illiterate, whether you were an ex-convict, whether you were a president of an organization, a VP of an organization, a minister of a church, it didn't matter. He was talking to everybody. And his energy was such that he impacted you. Mm-hmm. And he caused you to be different. Yeah. See, and, and these are this is where I understood my way of being. Yeah. Part knew, of my ways of being. You knew where you stand, you stood with Malcolm. And he was crystal clear. Mm-hmm. We're not holding no... no, no we, we're going to be transparent about this thing. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. And you know what? Oh, you can go in that corner over there because I'm not coming for you. But don't be in my way. Simple as that. Get up out my way. That's mm-hmm. it. We don't have to have no beef. Because really, this is the world we live in. And I'm not going to expend any energy wasting time with someone that's not going in the same direction as me. Why? Right. Just get out my way. Simple as that. Like We can live, we can live and let live for now. Right now, I got other things to do. My energy is over here. My time and attention and focus is over here. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. So I believe that in our leadership space, when we do our assessment and we look at what happened with Malcolm, because it hurt me to my heart to see that Malcolm's chief of security has something to do with the circumstance that befall him. Right? You got to be trifling. You got to be a whole nother kind of person because it wasn't about Malcolm. It was about what he facilitated for the people. For the people. What he facilitated for a people coming out of Jim Crow, black laws, black codes, uh, after being beat down after 40 years after Reconstruction, getting burnt down Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? This This is where he was coming on the cusp of that. He was coming in, you got to think about 1921, 1865 was Reconstruction. 1921 in June is when Tulsa, Oklahoma was burnt out. There were 10 such cities across America just like that. Mm-hmm. Hundreds, excuse me, 10. Hundreds of cities where black people serviced each other. Africans serviced each other. We didn't have to, we didn't need integration. We didn't need to tap dance with nobody. We don't need to sit up on no lunch counters with y'all. We good. 
We don't need none of that. We got our own bus system. We have our own churches, the libraries, universities. We have our own dry cleaners, beauty salons. Everything we need, our full-service living experience, we provided for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We did that. We did that. We didn't beg nobody. We didn't knock on nobody's door asking them for nothing. So what they did was they mechanized us. They mechanized poverty against us. And they played us. And they left us hungry for 40 years. Mm. They left us hungry for 40 years. And then 1965, they gave black folks the right to vote. Somebody else said, you can vote. You can participate. Now, yeah. we ain't sure we, wanna, we really want a job with y'all, so we're going to give y'all a contingency. We're going to give y'all a contingency. To participate in our game. And we're going to create this separate but equal situation. See, so this is what's happening, right? So... This put us in a very vulnerable situation, and from there, the decline began to happen. That put us in a situation where we are entirely dependent mm-hmm. upon the system. Yeah, so, segregation, integration yeah. is what hurt us. Integration hurt us. Carol says, Sister Carol, thank you for joining yeah, thanks, us. Thanks, my brother Arik. Uh, appreciate you, brother Arik. Um, Carol says, Yes, thank you, because I allowed myself to see Malcolm as his twisted brother through the eyes of others and did not read and learn of him for myself until in the last number of years when I decided to read for myself. And yeah, that's part of revisionist history for us if we're not careful enough to do our own independent research. And, it's, and you know, it's, it's almost like it's, it's unfortunate but rewarding at the same time. It's unfortunate that you can be in a space of education and not be, okay. edu- and not be educated. Um, Thank you. But, you know, but, the, but there's, a, a, there's a abundant fruit in the independent research that you do seek out because Homemade then you, education. now you're at the you're you at the freedom and the whim of yourself to take in as much knowledge as, as you need without it being contrived into one space by one particular person. But um, that's a narrative. That's a white centered right, consciousness. Right, right. You know, and, 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 and we and we're better for it. You're a better person for it and it doesn't have to be anything of being late. It's a thing of being right on time. Whenever you whenever you come into the realization of you know the stance of a person like a Malcolm, and how, and 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 in understanding the diabolical um, narratives that were put in place to help shape your idea of who this type of person is, who he is, so make black is. people go against him or go away from him, right, or stay away. Like they just made sure that people change. This is one of our. This is one of our people change. Three don't, posters in the house. Don't give up on yeah. We got a bunch. Don't give up on our youth, <laughs> right? Don't give up on our youth because our youth also are undergoing. Um, the, the 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 struggles and the turmoil of this of, of these narratives, these narratives that don't serve okay, our people. Okay. Yeah, I'm moving. No worries. Yeah. No worries. No worries. But you know, they our youth are, are impacted heavily by these narratives to this day in 2020. You know, things haven't changed. You know, Malcolm in 1925 up to now, he would have been 95 if, if, 95 if he was still if with us today. 95 years with, and within that and then some. he could have sat back and instructed folks. That's okay. He, but by then he would have trained up enough people to, to, to get on the front line. Right. He would have trained up it the lines. No it's, not about, it's not about the... It was more about the behavior mm-hmm. and the intention behind the actions, which is why I say that our people... Because we can get slipping in there so easy that subtle, subtle snake comes sliming up on you. Envy, jealousy, great grandeur, self-grandeur. You know, getting your, your own, you know, ideals about, I'm going to sit on the top. Or I want to get the award. Or, I want to be recognized. Right. When those kinds of things start creeping up on you, you start doing malicious things in order to maintain this. Mm-hmm. See, because, you know, there was people that were trying to trip Malcolm 
along his journey in mm-hmm. the space. And because I know what I know about our behavior and the way we behave because everything is about poverty. Everything is about not enough. It's not a win-win conversation in our, right, po- in our right. consciousness because that is white-centered consciousness. We haven't been conditioned White-centered no. consciousness is, co- is, is competition. Right. Is scarcity. It's killer be killed. It's, it's about it's how survival. It's, it's the consciousness of the people who have created the systems. And it is also the way we are educated. Mm-hmm. We are educated into competition from day one t- grades. Yeah. Stars, they give you stars when you're in kindergarten. Standardized testing. It's, it's other ways like... to reassure and to do positive reinforcement mm-hmm. other than giving the kids who can spell all their words or write their names properly stars and the other kids nothing. Mm-hmm. Already making them feel supposed to be, oh, that's supposed to motivate them. Really? How do you think? Yeah. Why didn't you tell the child who could spell and write his name properly to go help the kids who couldn't? Why wouldn't you teach <coughs> community? Why wouldn't you teach Ubuntu? Oh, if you did good, go back and get somebody else and bring them with you. You did excellent. You can teach somebody in the class. Why didn't you instill that as a reality? And even further, like, it's just crazy when you really sit and Excuse think me. about the reality of the situation is that you're being taught to, like, you've, you've, done, it, you've done it properly it in the guise of what's been created in this construct that you've been forced into and conditioned into, because like you be you doing it properly would you be you as a child of African descent, of Asian descent, of you know, uh, Indian descent, learning within this confines of your of your culture further, and how and how that acclimates within the rest of the space and this human space and us coexisting and under, being clear on your identity, mm-hmm. how it relates to everyone else around you, and and and. And get that proper education in it versus mm-hmm. you've been taught properly to conform to this system that we've created for you and and and, and the language that we put for you for and we grow into it you. and we this is why we need checks and balances mm-hmm. this is why we need a space a a knowing that keeps us honest and the truth about the truth is we actually know better we just yeah. choose not we op- we we repress our knowing that we should be doing something different. And we just go ahead and do the wrong thing anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, S- Sister Carol says, I attended Mega Everest College where I met Betty Shabazz. Sadly, the few interactions I had with her were short and not very pleasant. Her response to me was not happy memories. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like I said, it's no need to um, deify our leaders. Mm-hmm. They're human beings. They are human beings. And by the time you met Betty... It was after they killed her husband, (laughs) after she grew up her children by herself and had certain family circumstances that befell befell the black family without having a man in the home. She had six girls, certain circumstances. The grandson had been going through this, that, and the third and the fourth. She was probably tired and short because I met some of my leaders, but I give them grace. And I didn't have such great experiences with them either. They were not open. Half of them like, pay, buy my stuff. Here, give me, yeah, buy my things. Here, mean this, give me some money. All honesty, buy my books. Family. So this is what happens when they get burnt out. And unfortunately, this is our responsibility in our community. We do this right. to our leaders. We yeah. don't take care of them. And we have them out here just trying to, to get their coin. Yeah, they're over it. It's like, why like, might as well just get my money you know, out of And folks? then especially when they get up a certain age, it's like, 
Whatever. You know, John Henry Clark was able to keep his fire, and Dick Gregory, and and jeez, yeah. Dick Gregory was going in, and Dr. Well, he Sadie. Found a, he, he was a great medium, too, because comedy is a great medium to kind of keep your energy kind of going. True. Right, you know what I True. mean? Like, it, if, if you really look at it, like, comedy, laughter, entertainment is a good way to keep energy going, because you could always just dip out into your jokes. And then every now and again, you're slipping in the knowledge of people. And they, they get it, they get it, they don't, they don't. It flew over their head. But those that got it, one. that's the reward because they got it in, within, the, within the humor, yeah. right? So, and you get to keep it moving, right? And you get to move through the matrix. <laughs> Tariq like, said sit. Obama was not pleasant. Obama was not pleasant. Tariq said Obama was not pleasant. <laughs> but you know what? He was, he was cunning and mm-hmm. he was charming mm-hmm. and everybody fell for the okie doke. So this is why if you don't understand white supremacy, what it is and how it works, everything else you think you know will only confuse you. Also want to um, give a shout out to you, brother Rick, for your, your your grandmother returning ninety on the eleventh. So okay, shout out to her, blessings to her, and yeah, that really does bring things to perspective. When you right. see family members, when your grandmother is ninety, and She's Malcolm five X years was ninety five yes, today, yes, that puts in perspective what your your what elders yeah. have seen and experienced within the time frame, because that means they've seen and experienced the same thing that leaders like him have seen and experienced, right? And in different ways, right? Because black people within that time experienced all things different types of ways. You had the oh, entertainers. Man. You had the, the people different. that were just like the, the kids that was in the schools. You had the people that just want they want to get drunk, they want to get party. There's black people that had different perspectives of, of the of the civil rights experience during that time, and it looked different for for every for every person. But it was it was it was still a very real and like visceral experience, and you can literally gain access to the history without ever have lived through it. Because oh, those my people grandma are used right to tell there. stories all the They're time. They're the scribes. The elders that are alive, 90 and up, with, you know, with the, even with, without mobility, but just, the, you know, oratory power, mm-hmm. you literally have access to history, right? And access to these moments in time that you... that You, you got to ask them about it, though. Because, yeah, I mean, I asked ask, my grandmother about yeah. it. She... She wasn't getting into none of that because she wasn't a Holly No Revolutionary. And that's the thing, too. That's pretty sad. That's pretty sad. She wasn't Holly No Revolutionary. She wasn't here for none of that. She would go to church. Mm -hmm. Um, She had her wild years because my grandmother had several wild years. My grandmother passed away at 80 Mm. uh, two years ago. And she had her wild years for about 40 years. You know, once you get out that Southern Baptist Christian family household, and my grandmother was also picking cotton. You know, my grandfather, my great grandfather had the sharecropping because they coming off of Reconstruction. Mm-hmm. So they coming off of Reconstruction, and what they did was they leased those properties because those folks didn't have slaves to tend to those lands. So what they would do is call themselves, which was another racket family, um, a racket where you got to pay for their stuff and you constantly in debt because you never really pay enough to own the land. You know, they lo- they loan you the the, the the plow, they loan you the grain. Um, they loan you a horse or two or a donkey or ass or two. And now you got to work this and everybody in your family got to be out there and folks have big families to go out there and pick cotton. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it's theirs. They will say, this mine. This my own. This mm-hmm. my own house. And that's it. This my own house. That's good enough. It's here me. This all me. All these acres enough. This here me. <laughs> so, you know, and again, it was a sense of pride. It was a sense of of personal responsibility and they just did whatever needed to be done to get where they had to go and do what they had to do. But at the end of the day, it was a, they got the short end of the stick even back then, but they laid their brick. They laid their brick and they were trying to move forward. Uh, Carol says being human does not equal unpleasant. 
Um, I don't know what's happening with this, Carol, but I can tell you like this. Like, I've had conversations with some of the elders who've been out there on the front line, and I'm telling you something. We as a community of people don't treat them well. We don't. And like human beings, like everybody else, they get burnt out. Mm -hmm. I happen to have something, and I'm here to tell you, you know me personally. I've been through a lot with people, and I'm not even comparing myself to Malcolm. I've been through a lot with family. I've been through a lot with quote-unquote friends. I just had a conversation last night. You guys don't know. My aunt jumped on. My father's younger sister jumped on the line yesterday and tried to um, tell me that my favorite uncle passed away Mm. on my live feed because I blocked her four times. She just doesn't get a hint. So she's going to come on my live feed now and try to give me this news. It's sad that my uncle passed away, and I will get my message to who I need to get it to. But I'm not talking to y'all. I'm not dealing with y'all. Y'all some toxic people, and I done been through some some stuff with them. I'm not going to mistreat them. If I see them in the street, I'll see my cousins or whatever in the street, and I'll say, hey, how you doing? But I'm here to tell you, I have something that allows me to dial it back. Mm. But some of us don't. And some of us in our leadership, they don't do self-care. And I'm telling you, our people as a whole, even if it doesn't even have to be, it doesn't have to be a Betty Shabazz. You know, Betty Shabazz lost her husband while she was pregnant with twins? Right in her face? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, what, what would that do to you? By the time you met her, she was 50-something. Because she, she passed away at 61. So she was 50-something by the time you met her. If your husband had gotten shot 19 times in front of you while you pregnant with twins, what Oof. would that do to you? It's a wonder that woman didn't go into the nut house. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. That's like, we got to sure. have compassion. We got to look at the situation and put ourselves in the shoes of another African. We have to put ourselves in the shoes. If you had a bad experience, you had the power to turn that experience around. If it was me, I would have. Right. You know why I would have? Because I would have been so enamored with Sister Betty to be able to let her know that I see her. Yeah. As an African, as holding on, and as a black woman. Mm. I would have dig into her. I would have stepped into her business and held her for a second and got into her. Because sometimes that's what our people need. They need release. to be touched. They need to be. They need to feel you. Because yeah. maybe she was just tired. And I can only imagine, because I know some of the stuff she went through. I work right down the street from Mega. I know people who graduated from Mega. I'm just saying. I don't want you to hold on to that experience, because you made two comments about it, so I'm under the assumption, and I hope this, that you understand that this is a safe space. And, you know, I got bad love for you, sis, but you're not the only person that goes through these kinds of things. And what happens with us is we, we, we brush our hands off on our leaders and we keep it moving. See, I dial them up. I'm going to call you out. Don't play the phone. I don't care who you are. President, such and such, da 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 You're going to get a call from me or I'm going to come see you. Because the expectations is that it's going to be somebody like maybe you that once you have that bad interaction, you're going to get turned sit, off. It's going to sit with you for Right, yeah. and it'll sit with you and that and will be your be experience. Impression. And I don't want that to be the experience. So when they touch me, I touch them back. Because I'm grown. And this is about, it's not about me and it's not about you. I need you to check in. Because right. you need to be different about how you're approaching the family because the family needs grace. Yeah. There's something Malcolm would say all the time. Brothers and sisters. Thing. He would get on the mic. Brothers and sisters. For me, I tell the family because we've been trying to build a village. We don't have big families. We got people we share blood with, but we're building family and village, which is different. Mm-hmm. So, but I want you to really be with that because I want that to have a different experience. You know, I, want, I would like for you to be different around that. And that's and that's fine. And, and appreciate she said that. that we, goes we understand. To my own yeah. Grandmother, whom I love dearly. 
Yes. Yes. No, you look no. at them and you see the years. Yeah. You see their journey, right? You but see that, what they've been through. And that, but that's such a key thing, especially when you want to think of something like that, like those who went through the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. There's a hard time in there, and then that that le- that's led to create whatever energy it is now. Whether it's there, it's the reminiscent time if you actually talk to them, or it's a time they would rather not even share with you as a young person and want right. you to just be happy with the fact that you're not out here getting sprayed with hoses and stuff like that. And the scary thing is, it's happening again. And in, and, in, and in a way, it's worse because we've so been so rocked to sleep within, within complacency of the idea of a post-racial America that actually was never the case, that you, know, you have to pick up our faces off the floor, especially the young people, to pick up their faces off the floor. And then the worst part is, is you have the elders that don't know what to do, do with this situation of the now, that there's such a massive disconnect between the younger generation and the elder generation to where the, young, the younger generation see this. They don't like it. They want something to happen. But they're they're ready to do something called galvanizing, but mm-hmm. don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that looks like in consistent practice. Whereas the, the, the elders of the past have had it, it, the, the first-hand experience with that on the forefront. So that means they've got the, the, the utmost practice on the raw, yes. which means so they will have every, every bit of information about what can best support them in these times of protest. So really it, it is these young folks now, the youth, the youth of today, right. you know, they are fired up. Let's, let's not get it twisted. We see the image of our youth. They act like we, we think they're knuckleheads and things like that. But there are many of our youth that are very fired up about what's happening to their human condition and don't like it and want to do something about it. And it's going to come out in certain ways if they're not properly guided, which is what's happening. And that's happening. You know, and, and, and what it is, is, it is history repeating itself in that sense to where you might, you might have it, um, a youth being jailed unnecessarily for, the, for their fight, for, mm-hmm. their, you know, for their freedom, for protests and things like that. And that doesn't have to be the case because that, that is what, what happens in this relay race that we're running in our African lives is that we get to pass the baton on how they get to deal with this, with this human condition right now. You know what I mean? So it's coming out in ways and, right. and they're doing it and it's almost become, it starts to build a resentment for the older generation because there's this like, in the back of their minds is how, can why you, you help let, us? Why, help us do something. Why, why, why are you, you leaving us like why this? Why are you we leaving us like it. this? And, in, and even just on and a personal they level. Don't have, they don't have answers. Even just on a personal level, just in the home. The youth are looking for something. They're looking for love and it comes out in a certain way. In the streets, in the schools, you're acting out, but they'll be geniuses, you know, in the school. Like, but they, but it's the only way that they feel that they can be seen because why? Their only messaging of who they are is through the television, is through media, is now through social media and technology that's telling them you are a certain type of way. And that's the only means that's of right. self-identification because they're not getting that in abundance in their home spaces. But look how it's, they demonize Malcolm. Right, exactly. Look, at if the youth today were see, hearing the messages that I was hearing when I was coming up, because mm-hmm. when I was in high school, you're right, 20 years ago, right, or so, they would be hearing that message now, and they wouldn't have the same affection for Malcolm that they have for him now. They wouldn't. They would, and see, you happen to be, uh, happen to our sister, Carol, happened to be one who went and did the research. Some of our kids, they, they only don't. see they memes. Don't know where to begin. They see memes. That's good they enough. Not Let me reading, share it. They're not reading the autobiography of Malcolm X. Mm. They're not listening to his speeches. Listen, Some of them may be. You even right? need, all you need is two minutes of his speeches. Man. <laughs> like, mean, you know. But this is what I'm saying in terms a, of the interpretation. What's yeah, the takeaway? Yeah. Because he had different types of speeches and his messaging yeah. evolved yeah. as his knowing evolved. And he consistently and was very transparent about that. Mm-hmm. And he retracted on a regular basis if he had yeah. to. 
I did this, I said that, this is what didn't work, I'm changing this, and this is what I'm presenting, etc., etc. And he let it be known that he was evolving. Like, come on, family. And that's an like, accountability. That's a, powerful that's a powerful thing. Characteristic to have. Because so many people are on, not willing to hold themselves accountable in and things that they say. Look the at the, look at the president. <laughs> like I, we don't even want to hold, give him space. But I'm not even talking about example. 45 because he's like, no president. I don't know who but, he is. But, but, but this is a commonality something. on a human landscape. We don't That's even right. take responsibility. You know, for like for when we said something, I didn't say that. Well, you know what I meant. Or they don't want to. Or they try or to like, disappear out of embarrassment. Or disappear. I can and still see you. Wait six months and then come back and pop up like nothing ever happened. Like oh, no, remember man. that thing you did six months ago? We still have to address it because you didn't. That's we, right. We, we need we we need to be in that, that space, closure people. Of accountability. Of closure and accountability as a human condition, general. But especially for us as a people, we need to be in a space of true accountability for every action that we take. Every time we are we we are wronged and do wrong. And we understand that wrong, and we can. It's okay to say like that old thinking did not work for me, but here is where I'm at now. Now we now we got cancel culture and people. You can't even say something ten years ago and say something different now. And you're like, no, you said that ten years ago, and I didn't even know who you were. So I don't like it, and that doesn't work. We 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 suffer from. Um, an issue where we cannot give grace to our people, where we, as we say, are on a huge learning curve. We, 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 learning curve we, and healing curve. We're constant. We are. We need to be, and it's maybe frustrating to be, especially those that aren't on a certain type of walk to see black people like, oh, you know, here go black people always doing this, black people always doing that. Like, yeah, but understand why. The first thing you want to do is ask the questions of what has this being the condition right. for these people? What has and this don't being... have somebody else narrating the why? Exactly. Because white folks walk around here and see stuff going on with black folks, and they literally don't think it's any of their business. Don't do that. Did that ever? Did that ever occur? Did that ever occur to you that how do these white folks be walking business. around like it, ain't nothing going on? But you know what I have to tell you? After you the sweet wheel like gets the oil, you cannot. You act ain't like saying that. nothing. You running around here, skinning the grin, you tap the ass, you smile, and Malcolm would not have that. No, no, he gonna drag you up and have a word with you, have a word with your people, right? He said he's willing to work with anybody. Mm-hmm. He ended up saying he ended up coming into a conversation where he said, you know something, I can work with anybody. Yeah, if you're making sense and like you down for justice we, for real, know, for real, let's do but this. Trust, believe, Malcolm was a strategizer. So yeah. if he gonna help, if you're gonna be helping and you're a stranger in my house, I'm going to assign you. You're not gonna be in here just moving my furniture. Right. This is your job. <laughs> Put that you go chair over down. there and sit that Come over in. there. Thank you. you have a seat. Like I'll, I'll, I will assign you. But see, that's the difference with Africans. We allow people to have access to our spaces, and then they end up assigning us. You know why? Because we never took the time to think out our strategy. Malcolm went to the countryside. He went to Africa. He went to the countryside because he knew what the truth was. And I've expressed this. And the conversation is, African, how much are we really going to be able to do from inside this hand? Because this hand is going to always be obstructing us. It's always, and, it's, and it's a looming energy that actually is a part of the white-centered consciousness. It's mm-hmm. an energy. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it wells up in our people, which is why, as leaders, any one of us that call ourselves leaders are having influence you need a checks and balance. Mm-hmm. And you should ask for a checks and balance. Yes. Because Malcolm, was he was blessed enough to be able to consult himself, Allah, and his wife. And the, minister, Trinity. And the minister. <laughs> right? So he was able to consult, but he also consulted himself. Yeah. He, had a, he had a way of being able to check himself. And that's rare. Most people don't have that ability. Most people don't. You have to develop a way of being that no matter what it looked like, you see it and check it. You have to be with yourself in you a real to way to even, do, to even do that. 
you, you have to be with yourself to know self to check yourself to be like you know okay yeah now what am i doing right now i gotta i gotta fix this and do x y and z that's it and that's a journey that not many people are ready and willing to take because it's a funky ass journey but it's but but your business. Is worth give yourself it. grace because guess what yourself. it's white center consciousness these are the symptoms of white center consciousness i'm sorry no yeah they are the symptoms of white center consciousness if you selfish if you greedy if you a scavenger, if you out here feeling like it's all about you and you need highlight, you need whatever the case may be, it's all symptoms of the matrix. Those are the curses of the Willie Lynch letter. You're sick. Fix it. Get well. That's how I looked at it. When I, because I didn't do this to me. I came out into this space and they sent me to kindergarten. Matter of fact, they sent me to pre-K. I've been in school since I was two and a half years old. I've been yes. learning it the white way. Okay, yes. I've been learning it the white way. Since I was two and a half years old, I went to pre-K. Mm. Two years and nine months. And potty train. And my yeah. mama sent me to pre-K. Okay? So I've been learning it their way for a very long time. Very and so many of time. us have. And when you compound that ignorance, it sits with you. And you practice then bad habits. And selfishness, some people don't even see their selfishness. Some people don't even see it. Some people can't even see their envy. Mm. Some people can't even see their jealousy. Some people can't see they're drunken with power because they have access. They can't see it. It becomes an acceptable trait of their, of their being. Yeah, they can't see it, and it's not African. It's not. So we get to get the checks and balances to keep us honest because we understand that these are the things that have broken down our previous movements. Mm -hmm. And what you're trying to do in the process of living the legacy, in the process of living the legacy, Malcolm gave his life, and he put his entire family on the line because... It could have been, they bombed Malcolm's house the night before he got killed. Okay? It could have been his entire family. You understand? He stood for the people in a way, and then he was being attacked. And that just, that, when I had that experience with the spirit of what was happening with him, I was totally broken down to think of what, because he was still a human being. You mean to tell me he all of a sudden woke up and he was invincible and he was like a cartoon? No, that was a, oh that was God, a man. Bro, you don't think that he had, he had some fear? He had some uh, sadness and some confusion in his spirit? Yeah. But he walked out of there anyway. He said, I'm going to service. He should have took the week off. Listen. He said, no, I'm going to be about my duty. I got a job to do. And he said, no, 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 we're not going to pat the folks down. Let the family come up in here. You know, they do what they do. You look at the, the, the research they show, they had nine implants in the, in, inside the, the ballroom. That's, that's according to the movie. Right. Uh, the, the, the show. Um, yeah, the movie, the, the documentary. The, the documentary. Who killed Malcolm X if you haven't right. seen it already. So, so, I mean, family, at the end of the day, we know that this beast comes in and he creeps in on us. And it has, we have to check our thoughts. I tell you all the time, family, when it comes to the Matrix, always assume that your mind is playing tricks on you. Mm-hmm. Because this is a science of conditioning and human behavior that we're going through. This is why we're having the difficulty coming together. This is why we got different sets. Everybody out here set tripping. Everybody doing their own thing. Everybody getting their boost and all of this here. And everybody think they know what time it is. Nah, you don't know what time it is when it comes to these folks. Because this thing changed every five minutes. They got the, they moving the cheese every five minutes. What did Malcolm say? If you're not careful, the newspapers will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. It still happens. It still happens. The narrative is always being shifted and moved to benefit the oppressor. So we, it's, it's, it's imperative ourselves. to stay sharp. And against ourselves. It's imperative to stay sharp. 
You need those checks and balances. You need that ability. You need to hone that ability within yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have it yet, you need an accountability two or three partners if you can get them. It's going to be hard because Teamwork it's makes difficult to get folks with the type of clarity and the type of purity of heart. So challenge. I don't want folks to reduce Malcolm to an eloquent speaker because he yeah. was way more than that. He was on a spiritual, cellular level. He was meeting the people and he was touching the people in their... Yeah. And, and telling them that they matter and letting them know that I got your back. Right. Your brother Malcolm is out here fighting on your behalf. Get on, get on board. Get on code. Get it on this. No code switching. And what's acceptable and not acceptable. And them folks came in and they just, you know, so you need to really understand that. Why would these people not want us to have someone to defend us? Why, why, why Chinese folks? Why everybody else can come to this country and get their situation together? But they constantly have a problem with African people. You know why? Because when we get our ish together, we taking our country oh, back. Come on. And we're going to starve everybody because we ain't got time for y'all foolishness. It just looks different in you what see? we do. When we, get, when we wake <laughs> up ourselves, I told you guys it before. It different in what we do. Get Everything. rid of the meat, eat vegan 30 days, family. You will cleanse so much metal out of your system. You will have such a mean way and clarity of thinking. It's yeah, insane. It's the different. metal, I'm telling you, the metals are affecting your ability to think clearly. Right. Even if you don't want to stay. It is obstructing you. There is aluminum in your deodorant. Yeah. We, we haven't used it. We're going to do a segment on that, family. Because we'll oh, get we a little. Well, we haven't yet. We'll start. Oh. We spoke about it. But yeah, we we're going to do a segment on some how to get some of these things out of your system. Because yeah. they're telling you the African have a healthy living. And da, 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 but they're not telling you how to do it. Yeah. Why do you think cancer is so are, prevalent? There are pieces and mechanisms to do that. And one of them things is you got to get these chemicals out of your ba- your daily function. You're already eating a little bit of processed food. You might be drinking something that's processed coming out of a bottle or a can. It has a preservatives or not. You may or may not. See, in our house, we have brown sugar, honey, uh, and we just mix it with teas. We got the ginger the other day. We got the ginger, the, the, the ginger oh, shots from, from gin, ginger, ginger beer. Co- ginger, ginger cottage. cottage. Shouts Sent us an order all the way from across the country. Shouts out to Ginger Cottage. Testimony. C O T T A G E. We love her. Yeah. And as a small black yeah. business. Black I'm owned. Saying, I'm saying Support. that to say Ginger there Cottage. are chemicals in some of the ways that you're living. And you also we breathe in, right? We breathe in. It's in, you know, we have our skin. So, you know, these Which are things breathes. that help us be able to think clearly. So that we can think our way through this foolishness. Listen, I say because we got too much foolishness in our family. Family, listen, we gotta do. We gotta live the legacy, and we got work to do, so we can do that. Yeah, and I, and I really like. I, said, I was gonna say earlier, like even if you do, even if you don't stay on a vegan course, like giving yourself a plant-based moment Please in time, do it. Do it. Please it can do provide it. so much clarity, like like fasting, it's, it's like that. Like give your body something a little bit different and give it some air to do something different and, and yes. acknowledge it and, and start communicating with yourself. Like when we when we did it, it was what? It was like three months or something like that? 90 days. Oh, 120 90, days. It was four months. The whole four, four months. About four months of just eating, just clean. Just clean eating, lots of greens, 90, 85% raw. Yeah. And, Live and raw. And... And you know, like I said, you know, in certain time, you know, jobs change and things. You kind of you, you go fall back off to different the wagon a little wagons. bit. Okay, fine. You and fall but, the wagon. but within that was the it. real clarity because it was like my body started. I honest, I started listening to my what my body was saying immediately. I could literally bite into a cookie and my, like the moment I bite, my body's like, "What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Get off of me!" Yo. Ah, I want it. 
You better go like throw a piece of spinach up in here after you're done because this is ain't this ain't it, fam. Like it would like I can feel every instance of a chemical change within yes. the foods that I ate. My body felt different. It was different between being lethargic versus jumping over a bridge. Right. You know what I mean? Is is your body speaks? It, your 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 skin, everything, your organism. You're you are alive and electric in so many ways, and it speaks. And realize that what it, what it is it was like. With all the processed stuff and the things that we've consumed over the years, that you know, mm-hmm. especially with what we have access to, um, especially in low-income communities where a lot of us are um, in abundance, but based on the social condition where the food access isn't the greatest. Right. And when you come out of that, you realize how much has shut you off from yourself. Mm. How much of the food you've eaten has shut you off from who you yourself and mm. properly communicating with yourself, like every bit of yourself. Like it's 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 a thing. So. I encourage I encourage everyone to, especially our people, to really check in with what you're eating, check in with what you're consuming, not only food wise, but educationally, um, musically, oh, musically, media, any creative please, watch frequency. Your media, watch your media. Watch your media. Your media. They coming for you with the media today. They've been coming for you with the media for the past yes. twenty years, and now this COVID situation has officially made media the medium. Mm-hmm. Media is the medium. Everything is cool. So now know that this is how they're coming for you. Yeah. So you want to really curtail and have the discipline to be able to say no to the foolishness. Mm-hmm. Don't even accept it. I'm not telling you how to live your life. What we're standing for here today is Brother Malcolm gave his life. I sure. And the, the instruction is live the legacy. To live the legacy, you have to do one, two, three, four, five, six, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You have to do things to live the legacy. You need to be able to think clearly so you make reasonable decisions. Right. You need checks and balances so that you keep yourself honest. Yes. Right? You need vision and you need skill and you need determination and self-discipline so that you can forge forward. These are the practical things you need in order to live the legacy. And have it be a regular thing. So that make, become muscle memory. Mu- muscle memory. And these are not things. These are All of these things are contrary to the matrix because you're trained with white brain from the beginning. Get your black brain on. Everything <laughs> about the way you live, every way you learn. Remember, the learning that you're doing is a learning that's fortifying white supremacy in white people. Right. How do you think that's going to work? And you're a brown person. You don't have access to whiteness. You don't have access to white-centered consciousness. I mean, white brain. Sorry, and the And the charge card that gives you the privilege to be able to be through here with the complexion for protection. You don't have mm-hmm. that. So how does that show up in your mind space? Right. How does that show up in your functioning every day? Some of us try to contortion ourselves every bit of the way to try to fit into a, a round box. We square when it comes to that. That's what we do. And it never occurs to some of us. Stop. Step out. Why are you in there? Get out of there. You doing? Get out of there. You ain't got no business in there. That ain't you, man. Go on and step out. That ain't you. Man, go on and piece some folks out and move on. Do you? Yeah. African. Don't try so hard to fit the mold. It ain't working for you. It's so not know a good that. mold. And it, and it leaves you looking like a dummy. <laughs> you stop <laughs> it. <laughs> stop it, family. Listen, stop I, it, family. I, I'm That's telling you what to do. Listen, this, here this. Here this. Do this. It's a sickness. Yeah. Okay. White centered consciousness on black people is a sickness. Mm. Selfishness, uh, being disconnected and mistreating African people, those are all symptoms of the illness. The rest of bitch face, selfishness, exploiting Mm. other Africans, selling dope to other Africans, stepping on other Africans' head, trying to get your come up, stealing from each other. 
those are all sicknesses and symptoms of the of the system. That's how that's how be clear. White that's how white brain looks on Africans, and and how it plays out. Mm-hmm. That's how it plays out because you don't have access to that. And on top of that, a little add a little self hatred along with that. Yeah, sprinkle it on top. Sprinkle a little self hatred on there too. Get some crack on it. Okay, so that's what it looks like. We are, we we need to combat those things. Mm-hmm. In a daily practice, and some of us a little bit less than others, because we are all impacted by it, and that includes me. I am a reformed white supremacist. Because I've been that. in school since I was two and a half years old. Yeah. You know, now, I, you know, I always I've always been like on this thing since 25. Right, but, you know. Well, we always knew it wasn't right, but that, that had nothing to do with it. You got to get your grades, right? Because they said you got to get your grades in order to graduate. Then they put you on this course where they got you running this race. Oh my God! I gotta get these scholarships. I gotta. I'm gonna run track. Oh my God! I'm. I'm gonna play basketball because I was doing it all, right? I was doing it all. Performing arts. I was in a theater group. Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm in wood shop. I'm doing it's more it all. Than I, it's more than I did. I was doing everything. <laughs> I was doing everything. Horseback riding. I went to boarding school and we had horses on the property. Horseback riding. All of that. I joined soccer. They playing softball. Not soccer. <laughs> no, playing soccer. Not softball. Yeah. I didn't like that. That thing was too. I that thing was too, uh, too much. Huh? Softball. No, I, I joined one club because they told me to. I need to finish up before I graduate. I was doing but everything. I've that, always been very active, very creative, very curious. I always been too, but not for y'all. <laughs> I mean, like y'all mean in the school system. I was like, mm, I doing the most. I mean, I was called racist by my own people. One time what? In freshman year. <laughs> because you ain't want to play was, basketball. No, no, no. Because <laughs> I was because I was acknowledging the injustices of like. How white folks get treated versus black folks. It was it was, it was that oh, much. See that's black people. See that's black like, people for you with oh, white brain. Because I, I mean yeah, and I was I, maybe that was that mili- maybe that angry quote unquote militant type of thing at fourteen. Oh, I was like it. why like it's a rap. I was like what's up with these white folks? Why they got to whatever whatever? I don't know something I was saying. I can't remember. I do remember vividly. I was like oh oh you're racist. I was like oh so you're a racist. In my head, I'm like, anybody black, who talks about black stuff is a racist. That's but see get, listen remember something. That's the interpretation no. of white-centered consciousness. Not racist. When you say when you say black stuff in white spaces, you must be a racist. Yeah. You must not. You must not like white people. Even to other black. Why do folks? I have to not like you to talk about what's wrong, what's happening to me? Mm. And if that's your interpretation, you might want to check in. But I'm not gonna stop talking. Right. That's just me. Right. I didn't stop then, and I haven't stopped now. Nope. Okay. It don't benefit um, me to and step. I'm here to tell you, you got to live the legacy. I say, may we be worthy. May we be worthy of the sacrifice. Because when we don't address our shortcomings and our circumstances, what we are doing mm-hmm. is we are pissing away the legacy. Mm, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That man gave his life and his family put them on the line. That man put in work, family. He put yeah. in work. And he's not the only one. But today we celebrated Malcolm X. That's yeah. And we're living the legacy requires us to do something. And behave a way. And if nothing else, consume him today um, in, in whatever way is possible, whether it's his, his autobiography or literature, quotes, videos, speeches. speeches, anything. Consume him in every way. And if you ever feel for an instant that you're not good enough or not, you're just something you don't want to bother with, remember his legacy and know that you are his wildest dreams and everyone like him. And that you are here because there's mm. still a job for you to do, um, that you get to do mm. for the legacy of your people, right? Um, whether you want to undertake it or not, but it is still part of you. So just keep, keep if no one else, keep him in mind. He is an all-encompassing vision of 
our African oh, greatness. Oh, he took care of it, everything. He took care of everything, y'all. And that's the truth. He, he took care of everything. Like, he, he took care of everything, even his journey of elevation. It's 360. When he went to Mecca, he did his pilgrimage. He did the all-encompassing African experience in America for you in terms of elevation, in terms of insight, coming through the, the muck and Maya, mm. coming out on the other side. Remember they said, like, people change, don't give up. After he went to jail, after he got caught up in the bowels of the Matrix, he was caught up in the bowels of the matrix. Grandma would say he was in he was in the belly of the beast, mm-hmm. and he found himself because he was it was quiet, mm. it was quiet, mm. and and you didn't have noise, mm. and he got a tap on the shoulder by his cellmate and said, "Here, let me give you something," because there's always a tug at your heart. There's always a being that comes to deliver a message from the Most yeah, High. Yeah, listen. Understand me when I tell you, there's always a messenger family. <laughs> I was talking to somebody about There this is the always day. a messenger that's going to bring you to knock, knock, knock. The Bible said, did you hear the trumpet sound? Yeah. Did you hear the trumpet sound? I knocked at you, and you didn't let me in. That's what the Bible says. It's Christian. Malcolm said the messenger gave him the message because there's the most high will always give a message to the messenger to give to you to put you on task. Mm-hmm. So know that you can hear. Get your checks and balances in order, family. And share the business. Stop hoarding. Stop <laughs> hoarding. You still on your journey, we know. You still got your arrow, we know. Yeah. But join get some people to join you on your elevation. Cause that's how we gonna do it, family, Ubuntu. I am because we are. We only as strong as our weakest link. We got people still out here dragging their butts. We got people still sitting casual on this thing. And then we got people popping up these days recently. Busying just to be busying, ineffective busying, distractive busying, stuff that is of no consequence busying to the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Be with Brother Malcolm. Yeah. Be with what he was creating on a global landscape, the macro. Be with the vision. Live the legacy. Make it matter. Too many of our leaders have given their lives for us Too to be many. frolicking frolicking around here with the foolishness it is disgusting knock it off uh-huh. and you already know who i am i ain't taking no shorts because i don't give none the I spirit sh- of malcolm and you, <laughs> I shay. you i shay and like you you ignited so i was talking i was having a story the other day i don't know if i've even shared this story with you but it was just an interesting story about messaging and like and, and understanding like i remember there was a time in my life not too long ago it was many a few years ago not too long ago um was one of probably I consider one of the story time, one of the lowest right, points story in my time. life. One of the lowest, one of the what I felt was one we of the lowest points Ari, of my life. Minute. One of the lowest points of my life, right? And so I'm walking, just walking through it. I'm talking about like points where I was ready to like just call, like I'm over this, call like it call it quits, right? You know, Uh-oh. and you know, on two separate occasions, I had two friends in my life. One was, um, one was a brother from from college, and in another instance was a, a brother I, I used to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and two separate instances within this time frame of this muck that I was in, and they like were having conversation, and randomly it's as if it was like lights out, new person has entered the chat, message of it's gonna be okay, don't give up, coming from these two separate places within I think wow. maybe two weeks time from them, and then they just went back to normal, like not, like they never said anything, literally as if someone had embodied them taking them over for a moment and served a message to me of like really like yo 
it's, this isn't over. Like, keep it going. Because I very much want to, like, not keep it going. And, you know, I, I say that to say it is, like, you never know where your message comes. Um, but know that your message is for you and to take heed. Like you were saying, pay attention to the message because it will be there. And the divine will speak to you in a way that's powerful. Um, because, and from there is with, when I had a conversation with my legacy. What am I leaving here? If I was to leave right now, what would be the, what would be the conversation of what's been left in the in the wake of my existence? And legacy has always been an important conversation for me since then. What 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 do I get to leave when I leave this earth's landscape? What how have I impacted the world around me and the world at large? Even if it's one person, how have I impacted it? And and and, and in that knowing that whatever that gets to be in a powerful, effective way, I've done my job. So I say that to just you know. Take your messages as they come and, and, and know that you, you're not alone. And, and to be with the message and be with that you can create a legacy. You can impact the world. You can be the difference that's different. Be the difference that's different. Give thanks. Um, and, yeah, and, you know, our brother Malcolm, he left his brick. And mm -hmm. he left a impactful, enormous body of work. Yeah. Uh, because he was honest, transparent, authentic, open, and he cared about the people in a very authentic way for their well-being and for their most important, their protection and humanity. Oh, um, Brother Arik says... Oh, um, forgive me. Yes. Brother Arik says, and sometimes ancestors and the Most High Creator Almighty call you to be that messenger. Yashe, we have to stop being scared and answer the call. Ashe, okay. answer the call. Step up, answer the call. It doesn't, ha and it doesn't have to look the way you think it is. It can just look up a totally different way, and be open to that way. Be open to how not only be open to the message, be open to how you get to show up within the message, and don't have and don't have it be held in a certain type of framework. It can really come out how it's supposed to come out. And trust in that when it does. Trust in your process and trust in your journey. You know, I, uh, someone I back in my other life, one of my um, coaches said, you know. When you do it with love, you can't do it wrong. Mm. When you do it with love, you can't do it wrong. So well, however you choose to present it to the space, it's going to be efficient. That's it's going to be enough. Because when you do it in love for Ubuntu and for Agape, mm -hmm. you can't do it wrong for African. Um, so get those checks and balances in place. Get that personal reflection in place. Um, get those actions in place. Clear out your system. We are going to do a special edition, um, a special episode for that system cleanse. Yeah, yeah. And just some ways that in your daily life that you can shift the way we're using the chemicals and get the chemicals out of our system and out of our bloodstreams. Yeah, we need to get it out, yo. Um, yeah, family. So we're going to look at that as a new way of being. And for some of us, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge because... It always is because, you know, we got habits, right? You know, you've been snacking during this COVID. Habits, so when you got habits, you know. We've been snacking too. Listen, we've been snacking too, boo. So, but trust and believe, like, it's just a conversation family to Agape be had, so. means love. Agape means love. Um, there's technically no word for love. And for, uh, love is a, a Western concept. Mm. Um, in terms of the East, when you love someone, it's an action. It, it is a way of being. It is a protection. It is a t integrity. It is a commitment. It is a unity. There is no word for love. Mm. It's, 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 it's determination. It's commitment. It's integrity. That's just how that looks in action. Um, and the, the word agape, um, that's just what we say. 
So, uh, and it's a spiritual type of love that's on a whole nother level of being. And it's about how you're presenting it. Um, there's not, that's not really a way, it doesn't really show up. It's just a thing that we say. You know, it came out of many of the different spaces that we function in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of African, there's no word for love. Mm-hmm. Their behaviors, you know, um, and that whole love thing, that's, that's like diamonds, you know, the whole concept of diamonds. It was just created out of left field, mm-hmm. and it was given meaning, and a whole lot of people went along with it. And because human beings are sentimental, we went, we went along with that. We shouldn't use the word love so frequently if we know what it really means and what the responsibility and commitment of it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the responsibility and commitment of it is today is to live the legacy. Love Brother Malcolm so much that you get up every day and you live the legacy. You live the being. He gave a great sacrifice to bring this work forward, making himself, putting himself in a very vulnerable situation. We need to do better about taking care of each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's family? Right. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So is this Almighty International? Thank you for joining us. For this special this special broadcast. Edition. Uplifting Brother Malcolm. Think of Malcolm Give in this thanks. time. Carry him with you in all that you Carry do. You. Um and like I said, share some quotes if, if you will. Share some us. Malcolm quotes, share family. Malcolm share your energy. favorite Pour Malcolm out. quotes up in here. Some if you don't know none, you better get some. Somebody. You better get so. some. Get your butt off here and get some. So. Malcolm quotes up in here. So Thank you, family. So join us on Monday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our usual broadcast of Soundbites. Um, we were on yesterday, in case you missed it. <laughs> but we're also, yes. we would, we decided to also broadcast again tonight um, in honor of the ancestor. Yes, um, gotcha. You know, keeping time. So um, we thank you for joining us. We're going to leave out with some music, some 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 different vibes, some some different raised vibrations. We're going to raise the um, vibrations. Stay with us. You know how we do it up here. We're going to stay, we stay amazing. We're so, going to get it next. One love family. Sound like International Radio. Sound like International. This is amazing by me. Join us Amazing. Path P. Path P music on all social media. www.pathpmusic.com okay. on all platforms. Ain't no management space. He got the bars <laughs> out here, them fierce bars. Well, love, family. Support of the family. Peace and blessings. Sunrise, I'm too live, I'm too fly. I'm too God, I'm too divine and true to mind. Too refined, we through the lines, what you define. When I shine, you shine, we shine. I'm hot stepping, speak hope tepping, I post blessings. It's all love, I'm king of thugs, God will judge. I'm a model of an anomaly, unbottled in full throttle. Pedal to the metal till I'm boiling hot as a kettle. Made a solemn promise in my spirit, I never settle. Sing a song for the good times like Aaron Neville. They've been longing for them good rhymes, I'm on the level. I've been on it till the morning, break of dawn, and I've been answering my calling, going on and for it all, and I will never stop giving me my prophet spiritually, I'm balling, and lyrically I'm Jordan with a dose of heavy, hot as a Serengeti, they ain't ready, it's getting kind of heavy. I'm feeling so amazing, woke up, I'm so amazing, stepped out, I'm so amazing, too fresh, I'm so amazing, I'm feeling so amazing, woke up, I'm so amazing, stepped out, I'm so amazing, too fresh, I'm so amazing. Calculated for any equation, too acclimated to any occasion, too immune to all the term persuasions. Yeah, always I'm 
I cannot have my best. I guess I must confess, you two just the contest. I've had pain way too long on my chest to ever think that I'm less than the cut above all the rest. Royalty in my blood, regality in my veins. Mad love in my heart and the joy that can be contained. Cause I'm always reminded for what my eyes can't see. My third eye can never be blinded. When the devil's on the grind, saying the swine the sideline and undermine a god mind. I sit his ass out on the sidelines. Cause I ain't got time. I'm all the watch prime. Perceptive of Decepticons from upper echelon. I'm feeling so amazing. Woke up, I'm so amazing. Stepped out, I'm so amazing. Too fresh, I'm so amazing. I'm feeling so amazing. Woke up, I'm so amazing. Stepped out, I'm so amazing. Too fresh, I'm so amazing. 